Hi there listeners. Welcome to episode 264 of Never on the Backfoot podcast. In this episode, we look at how India held their nerve to beat England by 5 wickets in the fourth test to seal their 17th straight series win at home in Ranchi on Monday. India has now taken an unassailable 3-1 lead in the five-match series with the final game yet to be played in Dharamshala on 7th of March. On the podcast for the discussion we have Lakshit Singhal. Lakshit is a lawyer by profession and the cricket writer and content creator by passion. He runs his cricket content platform by the name Cricket Field Chronicles which covers unheard and lesser known cricketing stories, classic and contemporary cricket book reviews and recommendations and personal reflections about the latest happenings from the world of cricket. He has been writing about the sport for almost 10 years now and has been published by leading sports websites such as Sportskeeda. Besides law, entrepreneurship and sports, he shares an equal passion for food and travel. Without further ado, let's get started. Hi Lakshit, welcome back to Never on the Backfoot uh, podcast. Now India has yet again handled uh, England a loss to remember and uh, taken the series 3-1 with still one match uh, to spare. So what are your uh, initial observations to uh, you know kickstart this discussion? Uh, hi Neha first of all thank you again for having me on the platform uh, always good to be here uh, and uh, as you rightly said i think uh, india sealed the series uh, by winning this four test in rachi so obviously i think um, uh, it was uh, it's it's a good i think uh, overall experience uh, we have won our we have won our uh, uh, 17 consecutive series at home uh, which again proves that uh, india is a they they quite a, a strong side at home and uh, and that's the fact we take so much pride in and that is something which we have built over the years so yeah from that point of view i think it was a, a great test a great series definitely we have one more test to go and we would want to finish it uh, on a winning note uh, by winning the series 4-1 but uh, that said i think uh, the win in rachi uh, will give the boys a lot of confidence and also i think it will also give uh, rohit and uh, rahul a chance to experiment a bit more uh, in the final test considering this has been a, a test series where we have dependent uh, uh, where we have uh, dependent on the youngsters uh, quite a bit so i think from that point of view the last test uh, Uh, would give the management an opportunity where we can try out a few uh, players also we can try out a few combinations uh, so yeah i think overall uh, incredible performance by the team uh, always thrilled to uh, have a uh, win in the bag definitely and that's a valid point you bring in you know, now that the series is wrapped up uh, 3-1 the last test you know kind of gives us an opportunity to uh, test out other fringe players and everything and we will get to it a little later on in our uh, discussion but again focusing on this match now ahead of the match we saw how bumrah was rested and you know the series was still hanging in the balance so do you think it was uh, the right call you know considering we were already missing a lot of our uh, regulars yes nah absolutely i think it was the right call uh, bumra i think has been playing uh, for continuously last three tests and it was imperative that he was given rest at some point uh, yes the series was hanging in balance but again i think from the workload management perspective it was right that bumra uh, deserved a break uh, so that 
he doesn't become prone to any injuries uh, i think that becomes crucial for a fast bowler uh, how do we manage uh, their workload so absolutely i think from that point of view it was the right call and uh, given that we have a game coming up at dharmshala which will uh be supporting fast bowlers so uh, i think from that point of view as well uh, it was needed that uh, bumrah was absolutely fresh and uh, fit uh, for the game given uh, if the result didn't go our way uh, in rachi but now that it has gone i think it will only help and allow bumrah to enjoy the conditions in dharamshala so yeah i think see these are the challenges which uh, the management faces but i think given the amount of resources we have the amount of talent we have and given the series uh, where we have seen so many youngsters stepping up uh, in some game or some session or at any point of the uh, match i think it was uh, just right so that uh, the players don't get injured because we need them in the upcoming uh, games so yeah certainly that is actually a fair point and uh, just looking at india's overall record as well now india has not lost a single series at home since that uh, defeat to england way back in uh, 2012 now in this period india has won 17 uh, series that have been played at home winning them all so do you think this is like a really brilliant record to have and it just goes to show right india's dominance in uh, home conditions is clearly unparalleled absolutely no 17 series is exceptional i don't remember any other team uh, achieving this or having uh, such you uh, can say an incredible record at home uh, yes the conditions are in your favor when, when you are playing but i think given i think uh, that said still i think a team needs to uh, be out there perform uh, go through the challenges of injuries even in this series if we see uh, most of our uh, first team players weren't available either due to injuries or uh, personal reasons or uh, mentally uh, you can say uh, mental fatigue reasons but i think despite that uh, uh, the youngsters who were given a chance they stepped up they made uh, full use of the opportunities and that has been india's strength at home that we have such uh, a big and you can say a competitive uh, pool of uh, players that uh, it has been difficult for any other touring team to uh, come and defeat us and i think that speaks volume of uh, the advancement that indian cricket has made over these years so i think this is a uh, you can say a record uh, which every indian cricket fan uh, will continue to take uh, pride in and every other team who will be now wanting to uh, tour india or visit india will have this on their mind and this is something now which will become a benchmark for them that they have to now challenge us in our home conditions because that is something now uh, which will give them also uh, something to you can say play for and uh, defeating india in india will now become uh, a great you can say achievement uh, for all the touring teams so definitely i think this is uh, an exceptional achievement uh by a team and i really hope that we continue and maintain the streak of uh, winning at home definitely because uh, i think as fans you know sometimes we end up taking uh, records like this for granted but the team has time and again shown right why they're such a dominant uh, team at home and even just you know rewinding a little in this match now england won the toss and they kind of opted to bat first so did it again give you flashbacks of uh, you know the way the second test uh, kind of played out in really challenged team india yes i think uh, this was a good toss to win for england and i think they made the right choice as well of batting first and they did made use of the conditions and the opportunities uh, they did start of course not uh, to the expectations that they would have had but i think still they were able to put up a good total on the board and they, they followed it up 
with their bowling as well, gaining a first uh, innings lead. But I think again, uh, credit goes to the Indian team. They never lost hope. They never uh, lost out to the game, which they did in the earlier games. Uh, sometimes I felt, but I think this time they were quite uh, confident. Uh, they were quite, uh, you can say, prepared, uh, and they just didn't let the game uh, run away from them. So yeah, I think it was a good toss to win, and India, England did uh, have their moments, but uh, they just couldn't grasp uh, them and this is, they just couldn't continue with them and they, and they lost the momentum somewhere uh, in the second innings uh, which uh, just uh, they couldn't recover from and uh, the game uh, went out of their hands. So, yeah. Definitely. I think there were a lot of, uh, you know, points in the game where England could have really capitalized and just, uh, you know, driven home. But uh, clearly they could not. And again, you know, just putting the match in perspective now, in the first innings, England got to 353. Of course, you know, driven by uh, knocks of Zach Crawley, like you know, he got to 42, Joe Roots 122, you know, man finally coming to the fore and uh, delivering. Then you had Ben Fokes, uh, you know, with that 47 and Ollie Robinson's uh, 58. So how would you reckon, you know, that first innings uh, played out for them and a vast improvement from their uh, batting out, uh, like outing so far? So, so uh, Neha, for, uh, for, from English, uh, England's batting perspective, I would like to mention uh, something about Joe Root, uh, as we talked about him in the previous uh, in conversations as well. I think Joe Root uh, was, uh, he was brilliant. I think uh, the way he batted, this is the Joe Root we know. Uh, this is the way he plays. This is the way he should be playing. Yes, you have a particular approach uh, of your team where you are... Uh, you can say uh, you have to play a certain way, but I think that shouldn't take away from a natural game. And this is what you showed in this particular uh, test match or in that particular innings, I would say. I think the way he was watchful and um, the range of shots he played, uh, the amount of persistence that he showed. So, uh, I really enjoyed the way he batted. Uh, the conditions weren't easy uh, because there was uh, a lot of uneven bounce uh, on the pitch. And uh, there weren't any batters who supported him apart from uh, the ones you also mentioned. So from that point of view, I think Joe Root's innings was very crucial. And uh, England should have made advantage of that in the second innings, but they didn't. So I think, but yeah, Joe Root uh, was, uh, it was good to uh, see him back the way he bats. Uh, incredible batter. And uh, I really hope that he just continues to keep scoring runs. I think apart from that, uh, the England batting from me has been, uh, it was the same. I didn't see any improvements coming into the four test uh, because they didn't come uh, again hard as a unit. There were individual performances happening. There were batters who were contributing, uh, uh, you can say, uh, to the amount of 30, 40 runs, 50 runs. But there weren't any notable contributions uh, which could have helped them take their first inning score to even uh, higher. Somewhere around like if you have a score of 400 or 450, that I think would have given you a much better advantage uh, in going ahead in the game. So I think England batting, uh, again, uh, I, I wouldn't call it an improvement as such. Uh, apart from the fact that Joe Root was incredible. But apart from that, it was with the same. Uh, the individual batters contributing whatever they did, uh, but they failed together as a unit uh, where they, they should have batted and complemented each other to put up a big total on the uh, board because it was England who won the toss and decided to bat first. So I think if they really wanted to have any chance of winning this test, they should have put up a big total in their first innings. And considering also the way pitch was reacting. So, yeah, I think overall they will be disappointed with the batting performance. Uh, but a uh, lot of learnings, I guess. A uh, lot of, uh, you can say, um, 
uh, you can uh, there were a lot of uh, positives also for them but overall yeah i think they will be disappointed with their performance agreed because uh, you know again the valid point of view bringing up the pitch right the way it was playing out england would have definitely you know aspired for a bigger total and with you know these uh, batters getting individual scores of like you know in excess of what there was so much to uh, take away but i think that's why you got to credit india's bowling right now we had jadeja scalp like four wickets you had siraj with uh, two wickets akash deep also uh, you know kind of uh, chipped in so how would you uh, look at that comprehensive uh, bowling performance for team india see uh, i think india was uh, they were brilliant as always uh, yes they were uh, parts in the first innings where they could have controlled the game a bit more and uh, not let the game uh, you can say not let, let england basically score those runs which they did but i think from overall if we see uh, it was quite a comprehensive performance especially i think the way akash deep began it was his debut uh, no one saw that coming Uh, the way he started, uh, the way he bowled, uh, those three quick wickets. I think he himself must have been uh, quite satisfied with that, and it was good to watch a debutant uh, stepping up the way he did. So I think yeah, overall uh, comprehensive uh, performance by the Indian team. I think the way uh, they performed as a unit. This is what I think that Test match requires. Uh, you have to come together as a unit. complement each other so that the game never goes out of your hands and that is what indian bowlers have been doing over the years and this is why this is another of the reasons that we have on this test series again because it's our bowlers who constantly keep giving us uh, those uh, you can say uh, moments or those performances which eventually doesn't let the opposition take the game away from us so i think it was uh, it was again uh, as i mentioned comprehensive Uh, in every sense of the word and uh, i really look forward to what uh, they'll be doing in dharmshala because that is going to be a complete you can say uh, different conditions and different pitch from what we have been playing till now so that is going to be uh, interesting to see i am quite excited to see that so yeah looking forward to that now certainly you know carrying forward this uh, brilliant momentum with the bowling performance onto the next test and even more challenging conditions will be a test you know of this uh, bowling attack and let's see how they fare but uh, even looking at india's uh, batting right and their first innings now they did not have the finest possible one because they got bundled out for 307 and you know you had yashasvi jaiswal score 73 but there were no other major uh, you know contributions barring dhruv jurel who once again uh, stood up and delivered so what were your thoughts on india's uh, batting performance and did it lack that chutspa so now i think first of all i would like to talk about dhruv jurel i think if the last test was about sardar khan because both of them made their debut in the same test but somewhere i think the last test it was all about sarfaraz khan but this test i think uh, dhruv jurel made it uh, his own the way he batted in both the innings and i think it was him who somewhere took the game away from england uh, because that first innings performance uh, it was incredible i was amazed the way he was rotating the strike the way he was uh the, the the wrist work is something which i really uh, like and the way he kept scoring runs uh, the way he was persistent the way he uh, just tried to be on the wicket without uh, not letting uh, any you can say uh, off chances for the bowlers there so from that point of view i think i was really impressed the way uh, he batted in this innings and it didn't it just didn't look like that this is a player who is just playing his second test so uh, i think yeah from that point of view i think the Uh, Jurel really uh, stood out for me in this test. Uh, the way he batted in both the innings. Apart from that, yes, uh, we could have batted better. 
they were uh, apart from i think uh, jaiswal and uh, jurel they weren't any notable performances kuldeep i still believe i think uh, batted quite well considering the conditions he was batting in uh, this is what we have been uh, talking about i have also mentioned this in my previous conversations that we need our lower down uh, bo- you can say batters to stand up uh, and not give their wickets away cheaply they need to show some fight and this is what i think kuldeep uh, showed and did so uh, these were some of the positives uh, yes overall i think we can improve there is a lot of you can say scope of improvement but uh, i think in the end it all turned out good uh, the win uh, will uh, give us a lot of motivation so yeah i think uh, looking forward now what they uh, do in the last test but uh, yeah i think uh, i think it was i really um, was impressed the way by the way uh, dhruv jurel batted so yeah definitely he did inspire a lot of uh, confidence and gave hope right to india's uh, batting and let's also talk about shoaib bashi right now uh, <laughs> looking at shoaib shoaib bashi's uh, story he literally got picked after you know ben stokes uh, watched a clip of his bowling and uh, prior to that he just had what six first class games you know before his debut in uh, vizag now what was impressive was how he was getting that turn and uh, bounce you know to trouble both the left handers and right handers he scalped a fifer much deservingly and you know quite literally broke the back of uh, india's batting so how would you look at his uh, bowling performance and how instrumental was that in uh, you know restricting india to that low total it was instrumental and let me just uh, clear this out that if uh, uh, england would have batted well in the second innings because it was shoaib bashir who helped england get that lead in the first inning so if they would have batted uh, well or they if they would have batted better in the second innings you know, who knows that they would have just taken the game away from us also so that point of view i think it was a very crucial spell it was a brilliant spell the way he bowled again as you rightly said so uh, I, i think i was really impressed considering he's very young and he's it is first time in india so from that point of view it was a very crucial spell uh, and but I, i still feel i think this was a very inexperienced spin attack that england bought uh, to india uh, i really i'm still not sure what were the intentions behind this but yes overall if we see their progress this would have been a great uh, learning experience for them because uh, there is no other better place that they would like to play in than in india uh, all three of them so from that point of view yes uh, i think uh, th- these three uh, will take a lot of learnings back home and uh, i hope that england continues to invest into spinners because if they really serious uh, about winning uh, in india uh, they will have to uh, invest in spinners because there is no other way that they can uh, do this do this so but yeah i think uh, yeah shoaib bashir uh, shoaib bashir quite impressive and uh, i'm not sure how dharamshala will be for him but uh, yeah i think it's a very good spell uh, a game changing spell if i must say uh, it was the england batters who led him down otherwise who knows the game would have been uh, the result would have just gone the other way definitely and i think here's where you know you need to give credit to england for uh, handing out debuts and you know giving opportunities to a lot of these uh, young bowlers be it rehan ahmed uh, shoaib bashir or even hartley for that matter they have i think understood the indian conditions to a great extent and it is definitely an investment in the future as you rightly uh, pointed out and again you know india already conceded a lead to england you know falling for that score of 307 but england did not seem to you know make the most of it right in that second innings they were bundled out for 145 
So uh, what is your dissection of like what exactly happened there? Because we saw Ashwin, you know, take a five for Kuldeep also, you know, picked uh, four wickets. And was it again a case of England just not being able to adapt well to the conditions or were the Indian bowlers uh, just too good for them? Both, Neha, I think you rightly pointed out. I think the Indian bowlers were exceptional. But at the same time, I also felt that the England uh, batters didn't adapt to the conditions. They were just uh, ready for what was coming for them. Because it was uh, the second innings, they should have uh, applied themselves better. They should have uh, thought about staying at the wicket more rather than going their uh, whole baseball way. Because see, as I understood baseball, it's not only about the mindless hitting. Uh, it shouldn't be. It cannot be in a test match. It's fine that you're going uh, for a result. But I still believe that in a test match, you need to spend time at the wicket. And that is where uh, you can uh, win games also. It's not about just drawing it. You can win games as well. And if England would have understood this and if they would have, uh, the batters uh, uh, would have stayed at the wicket. Uh, they just, I think they could have easily taken the score uh, uh, or they, they've taken that lead to uh, a score which could have given them some chance of winning or could have also uh, helped them uh, to reach a position where they could have won. But they just didn't give themselves that opportunity because they were so, uh, you can say, uh, uh, clear in their mind or basically rigid in their mind. They, they just want to play a certain way. That is not how test cricket works. You have to be flexible. You need to adapt to the conditions. You need to read the pitch. How is it playing? You need to also prepare for the bowlers that are going to bowl on that pitch. And I think the Ranchi pitch wasn't suitable for the type of gaming batters were uh, trying to play. Yes, on the first, in the first innings on the first day, they just uh, got uh, the advantage because uh, the pitch wasn't doing that much as compared to the second or third day. But I think, again, yes, they should have just tried to stay on the wicket and rather than uh, uh, not respecting it or not respecting the bowlers. And this is something England has been doing now for over the years and I'm not sure uh, when uh, they will be trying to modify it or rectify it. Uh, but uh, yeah, I think they they just need to do it. This is this is not you can say Australia or New Zealand where you can just go and play the game you want to. You need to spend time on the wicket. Uh, this is the conditions are different here, and um, I I don't know when uh, this is going to be rectified because I haven't seen any uh, change in the tactics from England uh, in the last uh, many series that they have been touring us. But I'm hopeful uh, maybe someday they will try to do this. So yeah. Definitely. I think they will have a lot of uh, learnings to take away nonetheless, right? Because uh, getting bundled out for 145 meant, you know, India would have easily chased it down, as was the case. And uh, also, you know, looking at uh, Joe Root's dismissal, right? Again, it sparked this whole TRS controversy and, you know, brought that to the fore. So what are your two cents on um, how that uh, dismissal kind of played out? And do you think the decision that was given uh, of out is uh, actually legitimate? Look, I think, I think with regards to DRS, I think we have had this conversation before as well. Uh, this is something which will always have uh, some reactions uh, from either sides. Uh, I think this is something which will all, because technology will never be perfect. There will be always be some element uh, of error to it. And uh, this will keep happening uh, in games to come. Uh, I'm sure that they, until unless we find a solution to it. So, yeah, I think this is something uh, we need to be prepared for. We need to be ready. And as players also, I think they need to be ready for this. Uh, we cannot expect uh, uh, it to be uh, right every time. Or we cannot expect it to be uh, go to go the way uh, we want it to be. So, there will always be... Uh, these errors or these lapses uh, which uh, we which which like which keep happening 
so i think yeah from that point of view uh, i think uh, we need to make peace with it and uh, as i said in my previous conversation as well that uh, yes there are issues and we need to rectify them uh, we need to find solutions before we uh, basically move uh, ahead with a particular uh, existing technology or existing uh, rule which we are having so that is how i look to it uh, rather than just completely criticizing or completely asking uh to call it off because that is not how things will be solved so uh, we need to find solutions first and then basically try and modify the existing rules or existing technology uh so that we have better solutions in place fair enough and uh, now you know looking at this aspect of how india set a target of uh, 192 now this of course you know would have always been chased down without much ado <laughs> yet we saw five wickets fall and uh, you know a possible uh, close finish as well so uh, how would you look at uh, india's run chase and were you also at the edge of the seat till uh, india got across the finishing line I I wouldn't call it edge of the seat Neha because uh, I think uh, the way we started I think the intentions were quite clear and this is what I've been liking uh, a bit uh, of the Indian approach recently uh, the intentions are quite clear uh, when so whenever the intentions are quite clear you are sure that you are confident in your team so that let me put it that way so this time I think when Rohit and Jaswal came and the way they started the innings I think they were clear the intentions were clear that they were going for the chase and they just didn't want to play it out and of course I think they did the right thing because the pitch wasn't uh that way again i think they needed to spend time at the wicket which they did as well and uh, it's not only about trying to score runs and get it as quickly as possible spending time on the wicket was important which they did but the intentions were there to score runs and uh, score uh, and basically chase this total uh, as soon as possible and and not let uh, not basically get into uh, that spiral where you are just keep defending and not scoring runs so i think that from that point of view it was uh, i think uh, i think it was brilliant the way uh, the chase began yes we did lose out on the wickets but i think the way pitch was uh, it wasn't uh, an easy pitch to bat uh, on uh, again as i mentioned i think dhruv jirel was brilliant i think shubman gill uh, was good we have talked about him in length during our uh, conversations in uh, in the past so i think shubman gill showed that uh, temperament that uh, persistence Uh, and that basically responsibility that requires that to be playing at number three. So I think that was visible in this innings, uh, in this Test match where Shubman Gill uh, he batted uh, because this again uh, showed that yes he was the right choice for that position. Uh, not again saying that he has proven himself. I think he still continues to do that. He's still very young, very early in his career. But uh, yes, there have been hints. There have been uh, again the signs that. Yes, that position is something which he is willing to adapt upon. So yes, Shuman Gill was there. Dhruv Jurel again, as I mentioned, uh, was exceptional in both the innings. Uh, didn't let the game uh, slip away uh, at any time. So yeah, I think overall uh, it was a good chase in the second innings. Uh, England, I'm not sure what uh, plans uh, they had because they never seemed like having any plans of stopping uh, India. And uh, yeah. I, Yeah, they could. We we did lose five wickets, I think, but I think still I felt that somewhere we will be chasing it. So we, yeah, I think that was uh, credit to the batters. Definitely, and I'm glad actually. You know, you bring the point of Shubman Gill and uh, Dhruv Jirel because again, both of them are young and often come under the scanner, you know, for their uh, test match technique. But I think here's where they really stood up and delivered when the team needed them uh, to do it. You know, 
and again looking at the indian side now this is a side with so many youngsters you know and uh, even in the likes of like kohli ayer you know so he's not not even in the in the contract list and kl rahul return so where do you think you know uh, we will slot them in and how do you think the whole team composition will uh, play out interesting point nay i think this is going to be a big challenge for the management now uh, because when the first team players return uh this is going to be a bit big task of whom from the young side who have basically played in this series will get to retain their place because this is going to be a big call and also for the players because they have been they have invested so much uh to make their place uh, in the test side and we know that it's not easy to keep your place in the test side so it's going to be i think uh, quite uh, interesting the way this is going to unfold because uh, uh it, it we just have 11 slots and there are just too many options right now so yeah it's going to be interesting but i think considering we are not going to be playing many tests in the upcoming months at least uh, till uh, for the next 6 months so i think there's ample time also uh, for the management and also for the players just to assess themselves and just give themselves the time and maybe after that we might come to a better clear picture Uh, of uh, how we want to build this side upon because i think that is what is important to have a long term vision and building a side that can uh, that is going to be there for next 5 6 7 years including uh, who is going to be the captain now so i think that is much more important of having that long term vision having those players in the unit even if they are not playing because that is also that also becomes quite crucial if you're spending time with the team you're spending time as a unit i think that also plays a big part uh, because when you have injuries you have your players ready with you so that is also important so i think it's important that the team management decides the vision and communicates that to the players as well that this is the vision we have for the team and these are the players we are looking uh, as a part of the setup so that players are also clear in their mind they also are sure that yes we are being considered and not left somewhere in between where they are not sure because that is what creates problem for them as well that is where they will also be confused and might be uh, thinking of options of uh, shifting formats or uh, just not sure about where or uh, with whom they are going to fit so uh, it's important uh, to set the vision and then basically communicate that to the players about how and where they are being looked upon i think that should be the road map and hopefully then uh, we'll be able to build a strong team and a solid team definitely and even talking about long term vision i think england definitely has a lot to introspect in right because uh, the whole uh, shift of you know getting in brendan mccallum as the head coach and you know having a change in skippers with uh, ben stokes was to infuse this whole basketball mentality and you know get england across the line but now when you look at Uh, this uh, facet of you know how this is the first series loss for England you know ever since Brendan McCallum has taken over as that head coach uh, role do you think these are concerning signs uh, for England because they seem to be falling back to the same patterns that they very much wanted to avoid in that uh, Joe Root tenure somewhat neha yes uh, also i believe this baseball was always going to be a test in india or let me just put it that way the baseball test uh the ultimate test for baseball was supposed to be india because uh, this india is a different uh, game altogether here the conditions are different the pitches are different the crowds are different so this is this was always going to be a different test for baseball than any other uh, place in the world and uh, considering now it hasn't worked for them so i'm sure they'll have a lot of uh, retrospections uh, to be done after they are back home 
so from that point of view yes i think they will be uh, considering uh, for whatever has gone by in the last two months but that said i think still uh, whatever they set out to do and what are they, they whatever they have had in their mind they still tried to do that and brought a different and a fresh perspective and approach to test cricket which we just cannot uh, you can say uh, write off because uh, this uh, the way they have been playing in the past few years uh, they, they definitely uh, showed a different approach and they have stuck to it even when they have lost it yes this is the first series loss but they have uh, lost before as well so i think from that point of view we also need to give them uh, some benefit of doubt where we can say that yes you did uh, play according to the approach that you set out to play but uh, yeah retrospections have to be done there as i mentioned before as well uh, you cannot treat every uh, you can say opposition the same way you cannot treat every pitch the same way there has to be a lot of flexibility into that that is what test cricket is all about the weather is different the conditions are different i think that is something which england should be looking upon on more flexible with their uh, baseball approach uh whenever they are playing uh, if they are willing to continue with it so yeah i think that will be my whole take on it definitely that's again a fair analysis and you know way of looking at it now again heading into this last and final test match at dharamshala what do you think would be england and india's uh, mindset right like do you have uh, any expectations and any changes you would want to uh, bring in both the sides if given a chance so from what i have read or heard till now i think bumrah will be coming back into the side and kl rahul is uh, set out to miss uh, again due to injury so these are the two i think confirmations that we have had till now uh, with regard to the expectations i'm very excited about this test considering uh, i think dharamshala uh, is apart from being uh, so picturesque i think uh, it's one of the few venues where fast bowlers uh, will have a lot uh, of uh, advantage and a lot of uh, support uh to their skill so i think that what that 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 is something which will make it very thrilling uh i really look forward to watch uh, bumrah in action and also i think anderson in action i'm not sure but i i'm just like taking a guess this might be his last series in india i'm not sure because the way that guy has been aging and playing uh, who knows he might be back next year but like uh it it, it looks uh, quite unprobable that he will be back again in india so this could be his last test in india and uh, it would also be uh, uh, a milestone test for him some uh, if i'm not like uh, mistaken so we are i think quite excited to see jimmy anderson also play if it is his last test in india so that uh, from that point of view quite excited and also i think uh, last test of uh, such a good series which has been i think uh, i think it has been fought with a lot of vigor uh, i won't say it was closely fought as much i expected to be but i think still it was fought with a lot of vigor lot of intensity uh, so i think the last test will uh, set it up perfectly uh, at a venue which is uh, again uh, as i've said before it's uh, amazing so yeah i think looking forward i think both teams just should be going for the win if england is able to uh, secure a win i think they'll go back with 3 to uh, that score line i think would give them a still a bit of a relief uh, it won't uh, as against 4-1 which will just show that they have been uh, defeated uh, you can say without any opposition so yeah i think both the teams will be looking for a win and uh, again as i said that uh, excited to watch our fast bowlers in action
Definitely, Lakshit. And that does uh, kind of, you know, conclude our discussion on this test match. Once again, thank you so much, you know, for joining me on the podcast and uh, sharing these, uh, you know, remarkable insights and analysis. Here's hoping we'll have you back for, you know, that last and final test match. And until next time, stay safe and take care. Thank you, Neha. Thank you so much listeners for tuning into this episode and for your unstinted support. Please follow and press the bell icon on Spotify and subscribe to the podcast on Google Podcasts for the latest episode updates and stay tuned. Do check out at the rate never in the back foot on Instagram and threads and at the rate never in the back one on Twitter now called X for the latest facts, updates, fresh content and a lot more that's coming up this cricket season. The podcast is also available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Overcast, Spotify for Podcasters and many other platforms. So please do spread the word. Never on the Backfoot is also now available on YouTube. So don't forget to subscribe to the channel and stay tuned for a lot of insightful content coming up there as well. Until next time, stay safe and take care listeners. Bye for now.